Welcome to Worldview Matters, discussing controversial issues, discerning current events, defending biblical Christianity. No topic off limits. And now, here's your host, David Fiorazzo. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for your support, for tuning in, for praying for us as we get the new show out there to more and more people. It's helpful to know we've got your support and you're sharing it on social media. Um, important topic today with Dr. J.B. Hickson. He's back with us from Not By Works Ministries. Of course, we've had him on the show. He's one of my favorite guests. That's why we will continue to have J.B., Lord willing, because, um, man, I just love his worldview. I love his teaching. I love his how he can explain things and help us all understand what's going on. And today, very important topic. We've been talking a lot about Bible prophecy in the past and Israel and other very important issues. But today, how to interpret the news and discerning truth from lies in the media, which J.B. affectionately refers to as the Luciferian media. J.B. Hickson, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, David. Always a great, uh, great to be with you. And I love the open uh, that you have on your program there. You know, controversial issues, no topic off limits. That, that's right up my alley because I feel like I can uh, speak freely, and I love that about Worldview Matters. Yeah, we can say anything. I think people need to hear it straight talking, and we don't have time anymore, JB. We're in the last days. We know as we see world events now, we're getting closer and closer and closer to the end. We've got a gospel to preach. We've got souls, hopefully, to save, and we've got a body of Christ to try to awaken, right, and encourage and equip. So, JB, today, interesting topic, and I know you recently spoke on this at a Baptist church where? In Arkansas, actually. All right. Yep. So, yeah, so we're talking about interpreting what we see on the news. This is the subject that got me blogging years and years ago in the first place. When I was watching the news, even on Fox News and others, I was going, okay, what? why aren't they saying certain details? Or why are they leaving this out? Why do they give this impression? Uh, and most media, as you know, will only interpret or will only show one side, and they're very biased. I used to call it the liberal Democrat media, but I think it's great. I, th I love JB's uh, phrase, Luciferian media. So before we get into some of the topics, JB, the Luciferian conspiracy, you talk a lot about that, and you've got a very important, po there we go, I want to put up that graphic with Satan in control of all this. Explain this in light of the media and what we're talking about today. Yeah, so absolutely. So the, the Luciferian conspiracy is not only, uh, it's not my term at all, it's their term for themselves, it's all through the literature, but it's also a biblical term. Of course, we know Lucifer comes from Isaiah 14, it's Satan's name, uh, and uh, so the Luciferian conspiracy is just a conspiracy involving Satan, uh, his evil spirits in the unseen realm, demons and the like, and his human earthly co-conspirators, his accomplices uh, in, in human flesh. And so that's the conspiracy. They're trying to take over uh, the world. We we know this has been the case uh, from the beginning of time when Satan staged a coup in heaven, and of course uh, it failed, uh, and he took one-third of the angels with him, and he's been uh, setting his sights on the earth ever since then. The whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. He's, he's trying to take over this world. And so uh, what I've really focused for the last 17 or 18 years of my ministry on, and written uh, four books about it actually, uh, is the earthly aspect of that conspiracy. How is Satan conspiring with 
uh, earthly uh, people, world leaders, uh, to try to take over the world. So in my book, Spirit of the Antichrist, Volume 1, I diagram this out and explain it in a couple of chapters. But it's straight out of Psalm 2, that the earthly kings and rulers are mm. working together to defeat God. And so there's a top level to this conspiracy, uh, six or eight families that are literally praying to Satan, uh, David, like you and I pray to God. Uh, they're taking their marching orders from him. Then at the second level, you've got you know banking and business industries and secret societies all kind of working together to try to steer the world towards this one world system that will ultimately be led by the Antichrist and the false prophet. And at the bottom level, you've got a number of other uh, sectors out there, which includes what we're talking about today, and that is uh, media and how they are really controlling uh, the narrative. And so uh, I did this a message uh, last weekend or a couple of weekends ago on how to interpret the news. I encourage folks to see the full video of it. It's totally free at notbyworks.org. Uh, but I want to just touch on that uh, today because we've got a lot of misinformation and disinformation yes. out there uh, as the world is hurtling uh, towards this one world system. So you mentioned notbyworks.org. Obviously, your website, your books can be bought there. And I've got The Spirit of the False Prophet. We'll probably touch on this a little bit today. Um, but you, you've got this series, the three-book series at notbyworks.org uh, or spiritofthefalseprophet.org, correct? That's correct. Yeah, that's where they can go to uh, read the preface uh, to my newest book. Again, it just came out in uh, September. We've got 12 books overall over the 30 years of ministry, but these last three, I think, are the most uh, critical for such a time as this. So if they go to spiritofthefalseprophet.org, they can read the preface, see the entire table of contents, see what it's all about, uh, and then, uh, yeah, purchase it if they want. Yeah, you also mentioned Psalm 2, and I don't want to gloss over that because we do have maybe some uh, new listeners, watchers, uh, viewers, and some that maybe are younger in the faith that really don't understand all this yet, JB. So I want to just read a couple verses from Psalm 2, and then we'll go back because it's this is the spiritual war, the battle underlies all this. There's spiritual warfare behind all this that we see playing out in culture, in the world, the globalist attacks on every and the media. But here it says, why are the nations restless? Another translation, why do the nations rage and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers conspire together against the Lord and against his anointed saying, let's tear their shackles apart and throw their ropes away from us. And then verse four, I love that one says he who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord yeah. scoffs at them and says, uh, then he will speak them, speak to them in his anger and terrify them in his fury, saying, but as for me, I have installed my king, capital K, upon Zion, my holy mountain. So I just want, and it goes on, but I just wanted to give a feel for that because the attack is against Christ. The attack is against God, creator, the biblical worldview, the Judeo-Christian worldview. Share your thoughts on that. We'll get back to the media, JB. Yeah, it's very important to remember just what you said, that ultimately this is a cosmic battle between good and evil, between God and Satan. Satan wants to take over this world. He wants to be God. That's what we read about in Scripture. So everything else that happens, all of the other battle lines that are drawn between you know the left and the right, the progressives and the conservatives, and all of those types of things have to be seen ultimately through the lens of this spiritual battle. Paul says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and 
and powers, and it's it's not a earthly battle. It's ultimately a, a spiritual battle. And uh, as we talk about the media, two of the main principles that I think are so hard for people to get their hands around, but you've got to nail these down or you're, you're almost always going to be led astray as you watch the news. Uh, and I talk about these in my full uh, presentation of this, uh, which you can get at our website. But number one is almost nothing is as it seems. And number mm. two is it is seldom about what it's about. <laughs> so right now we see, you know, Israel and Hamas. And and yeah, that's that's biblically prophetic. It's it's you know we're seeing a lot of things happen over there. It's uh, it's horrific what these uh, terrorists are doing uh, to the the Jews. It's horrific the way the world is responding uh, to that and the anti-Semitism that we see out there. Mm-hmm. But even that isn't really where it stops. That's not the end game. The end of it is a global conflagration that is going to draw America in and other nations in, as Scripture tells us, and as the Luciferians themselves have been telegraphing for a hundred years, uh, that bring, brings about World War III and ultimately brings down America. They've got to get America out of the way yep. in order to usher in the one world system. So, you know, you have to you have to nuance what you're hearing and not get caught up in you know the the immediacy of the moment. How does this fit with Bible prophecy, and how does this fit with the globalist plan? So um, we've got a couple more minutes before we take a very brief break. But I came up. Well, I didn't come up with this. I found different charts online of the media and where they're at, whether they're positioned to the left or to the right. And you've talked a lot about this false left-right paradigm, and. One of the charts, by the way, there's one right there. Um, By the way, you can get a really good one over at Cheryl Atkinson's site. But this one, it just shows the left and the right and the center. You can look at, by the way, I'm looking at some of these, and I don't think this is completely accurate, but because I think every one of these, most of them, 80% of them, let's just say, have moved over to the left. So... If, if it says center, you might as well say left. If it says right or leaning right, you've got to say center because um, it's just the way it is now, unfortunately. So, JB, your quick thoughts on this and the overall media, because we were talking about how you can put up as many of these as you want, but they're all owned by what, four, four companies? Yeah. yeah, they're all owned by the same globalists. It's all part of the Luciferian agenda of called the Hegelian dialectic to create a false uh, left-right paradigm and have controlled opposition. So, But I want to hasten to add, it doesn't mean that the issues aren't real. There really is a philosophical and ideological and moral left and a moral right. We get mm-hmm. that. And you should champion the causes of uh, you know th- th- that come from a biblical worldview. But uh, when we think about the media, and you're really an expert on dissecting kind of where everyone falls in the media, we just mm-hmm. need to remember that even they are controlled. It's all controlled. It's uh, yep. Operation Mockingbird, which I talk about in uh, my Spirit of the Antichrist books. And, and and similarly to my newest book, you can go to spiritofantichrist.org to read about the other two uh, the other two books. But yeah, it's uh, it's these all of these companies. Again, it's not about the left, center, right. It's about God versus Satan. When you really get down to it, what was one of the things you said? It's not it's not about what it's about or. How do yeah, you it's it? seldom about what it's about. It's, yeah, there's and there's another something else at play. Yeah, yeah, there's another expression. The issue is never the issue. Oh, the, I love it. The the issue is the revolution. 
Mm-hmm. So the issue is never the issue. What they're putting out there, the media wants you to see. It's almost like the magic. You talk about magic in the book, the sleight of hand, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there. And that's what we need to be careful of with this latest uh, Israel uh, flare up. I mean, it's I think it's not going to simmer down. I think it's going to get worse and worse and and expand out. But we need to, you know, while all eyes are on the Middle East and we've got all these ships and subs and everything in the Mediterranean and mo- more moving in from all kinds of countries. Keep your eye on the South uh, uh, Southeast Asia because, mm. you know, like a magician, these Luciferians love to be doing one thing where your attention is, but behind their back, they're doing another. So let's take a break real quick. We'll come back. We'll talk more about how to interpret today's news and the media with J.B. Hickson on Worldview Matters. Today's show is brought to you by Harbinger's Daily. World news biblically understood. Stay informed at harbingersdaily.com. Well, J.B. Hickson, a couple headlines here. A trust in major media dwindles to an all-time low. Media outlets show overwhelming bias against Israel. But listen to this, J.B., in a recent poll just last month, a Harris poll, strong majorities of Americans support Israel over Hamas. You would not know that if you watch most news outlets. Your thoughts on that, brother? No, they're not. And what's amazing is, you know, the, the battle with Israel goes all the way back really to Genesis 3.15, when God uh, predicted that ultimately the seed of the woman, that's Jesus Christ, uh, and a reference there to the virgin birth, uh, is going to defeat uh, the seed of the serpent, and so there's this, there's the big, the battle lines being drawn right there. But then you you trace, uh, you know, Genesis through, and you see the Abrahamic covenant in Genesis 12. You see, uh, you know, the battle with, uh, you know, Isaac and uh, uh, Abraham, uh, Isaac and Jacob. You know, each each of them kind of continuing to reaffirm the covenant. You see Jacob and Esau, uh, Isaac and Ishmael, and that's where the battle is. And so it's this isn't a new battle. It's certainly not new since the days of modern Israel. 1948 forward. It goes back uh, millennia, and so you know it's it's stunning how people don't see that 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 this is uh, you know this is bigger than just one little piece of real estate over there in the Middle East. And you know what strikes me, and and I at a special conference I did recently, someone made this comment, and I thought it was really profound. Uh, you know, with any other people group, if you had people in various parts of the world talking about, you know, wiping, you know, all, you know, black people off the earth or all Asian people off the earth or any other people group, all women off the earth, that kind of a thing, man, you would have a universal outcry and nobody would tolerate that. And yet you've got so many nations out there saying, we got to wipe the Jews off the face of the map. And, you know, while some people, conservatives in particular, you know, are aghast at that and realize, hey, this is a pretty serious threat and serious enemy, it's it's met with a collective yawn by most people. And that just shows the bias of uh, against Israel. And uh, But Israel's God's chosen nation. He's not through with them. It is their land. They have the title deed to the land going all the way back to Abraham. And uh, I mean, this is uh, something that's not going to to, to slow down until the King of Kings comes back and, and takes the throne in the Holy Land on the Temple Mount. So, JB, we also have in that same article, it was just three years ago in another poll, 9%, a, a measly 9% of Americans said they have a great deal of confidence that journalists act in the best interests of the people. If we go back to 
journalism school. One of the principles of journalism is to serve the people, report to the people you're serving, and you're, you're just giving them the information, and you're allowing the people to decide what to think about it. But we have, that ship has sailed, hasn't it, brother? Oh, no question. <laughs> and, you know, and, and really, this isn't new. I'm, I'm surprised it's 9%, quite frankly. You, you go back to the church <laughs> committee hearings in the 1970s, uh, and they expose the fact that the mainstream media, the print media, the television media, the radio media had all been taken over uh, in a concerted effort by the CIA to plant uh, you know, stories and to control the narrative. I mean, that we've got under oath testimony from some of the top executives of the ma major media conglomerates. Uh, you know, we've got uh, Carl Bernstein uh, talking about this uh, in a Rolling Stone article, the, the CIA and the media. That was from 1977. Um, and, you know, he just it's all it's all out there. And so and the funny thing is, or not the funny thing, but the important thing is this never stopped. They claim it stopped. But we know that the CIA director at the time, H.W. Bush, uh, said, no, we're just going to make it voluntary. So now they're no longer paying uh, on the CIA's budget all of these media uh, personalities, but they're still controlling them. And so it's all by design to push a particular narrative. And of course, it's not universal. They can't control everything. And, and sometimes they intentionally let, uh, you know, truth tellers in there and conservatives in there just to give us, you know, throw us a bone, so to speak. It's called the Hegelian dialectic controlled opposition. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is the, the nature of the media in our country for the last uh, 100 years or so. So, JB, you go way back. You've been researching this, um, you know, for quite some time. And I mean, you mentioned the Rockefellers and you mentioned other, you know, the big families, the rich families, the wealthy families that are controlling a lot of what we'd be surprised, I think, to really know how much is being controlled. But you even have a quote from Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci. Why don't you share that with us? I, th I found that to be interesting. Yeah, this was the epigraph in my book, Spirit of the Antichrist, Volume 1. Uh, he said, there are three classes of people, those who see, those who see when they are shown, and those who do not see. Mm -hmm. And really, our driving passion at NBW Ministries, since my wife and I kind of woke up to this reality. See, we've been in ministry 35 years, and Not By Works has been around since uh, 1999. Mm -hmm. But when I first uh, woke up, it was around 2007. And uh, I tell that story in the introduction to Volume 1. Uh, but, you know, I've just been so burdened and, and frankly, so angry at myself for allowing myself to be deceived for so long. You know, a student of the Word, grew up in a Christian home, saved at a young age, trained in seminary at the master's and doctoral levels, and yet never quite connected the dots biblically to see how this conspiracy uh, is clearly taught in Scripture and how it's playing out right in front of our eyes. And so uh, I now see, and I want uh, as many as I can to wake up to that. First, that's five, six, you know, talks about how we need to not sleep as others do, but be awake. And so that's really uh, in these great last days of what has been, uh, you know, kind of our primary focus is the urgency of the hour as we as we share the gospel. So we, we've been mentioning wealthy families, rich, powerful, influential families. And I don't want to go off topic too much, but you do talk about the economy and finances and in the spirit of the false prophet um there's a chapter called now you see it now you don't and this is jb's book that i'm reading from here spirit of the false prophet um you talk about the rothschilds 
we don't know a lot as much about them, and we we are more familiar with the Rockefellers, JB. And then you've got a quote from Paul Ricci. Uh, maybe I'll I'll just share a little bit about that. But tell us a little bit about the Rothschilds. Yeah. So if if you go back to that chart we looked at earlier, at the top tier there are uh, several families that are actually you know taking their marching orders from Satan and and pulling the strings and passing them on to others. And the Rothschilds are are at the tip of the spear there, along with uh, the Netherlands royal family, Queen Beatrice, and several others. I recommend uh, Fritz Springmeier's a great work. Uh, he's written a couple of books uh, that really expose going all the way back before the Middle Ages. Of course, we know theologically it goes all the way back to Satan in the garden, but the, the bloodlines of the Illuminati and and the the uh, evil folks that are pulling the strings there. But yeah, the Rothschilds are right at the tip of the spear there. Wow. Um, let me just read a little bit of that quote, and you can talk about it if you'd like. I just found this to be very interesting um, because it's, um, let's see, Paul Ricci, which you quote extensively in this chapter, and he wrote an article called Background on the Federal Reserve and Money Supply. And he said from 1836 to 1913, the United States went without a central bank. This is probably the greatest period of economic growth in the U.S. that the U.S. has ever seen. In fact, the growth rate in this experiment with freedom was so fast, it created immense fear in the banking powers of Europe, so much so that the European Rothschild family latched on to the slavery debate in the 1850s and used their influence over the media to um, end the trade to stoke the slavery divide between the North and the South in order to split the country in half, weakening the nation, preserving their own power and influence. I got to stop right there, JB, because yeah. that's a lot to take in because you're thinking someone had that much power that they could put out propaganda. And so, but this oh. is what we, this is part of our history, isn't it? Absolutely. And remember <laughs> what we said, it is seldom about what it's about. There's, there, it's nothing is as it seems. And so mm. uh, absolutely, they uh, took over in the early 1900s with the help of the uh, Rockefellers and Carnegie's and Ford's and DuPont's and a lot of the other Luciferian global elites. Uh, and they set about to control the American uh, economy. That's when we started the privately owned Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve, most people know by now, I hope, is no more federal than Federal Express. It's a privately owned bank. Six people uh, get wealthy uh, from it. Uh, every time we borrow money from the Federal Reserve, that's why every bill that you have in your wallet says Federal Reserve note. It's a debt instrument. It's not actual money. Uh, and they're happy to keep printing money because every time we get them to print money, we pay them interest on those notes. Uh, so uh, they started the Federal Reserve. They started the income tax. They took over medicine. They took over uh, big pharma, big education, big agra, big business. Uh, so, yeah, they've been setting about trying to bring down this country uh, for a long time. But I know these things are kind of heavy. And so I really encourage folks uh, to to pick up the book and you can kind of read it and digest it more slowly, yeah. <laughs> Spirit of the False Prophet, because the whole point of that, of that, of this latest book, which just came out last month, is to show how the stage is being set for the rise of the Antichrist and False Prophet to, to usher in their full spectrum uh, planetary control grid, which of course has an economic aspect. But if I could throw in real quick, I know this is heavy stuff, and that's why we need to remember what we started the program talking about, and that is the spiritual aspect of it. And if you're yeah. listening to this program, and this is unsettling, 
let me encourage you to just evaluate your own heart and make sure there's been a time in your life when you've trusted in Jesus Christ and him alone for salvation yes. because he's the only way. That's what matters most is your personal salvation. And he came to the earth, lived a perfect, holy, sinless life, died on the cross for your sins, rose again the third day, and he offers to you the free gift of eternal life if you'll trust in him for it. Thank you for bringing it back to the gospel, JB. Um, we, really, I mean, that's that should be our focus. Almost every guest I talk to on this program, uh, it just seems like we're getting closer and closer, and, and we, we can see by world events. And the deception and delusion is off the charts today. And even our own government, i get your, your thoughts on this before we wrap up. The misinformation our own government puts out there um, oh. I mean, the White House press secretary and even during COVID, you know, Fauci and the NIH and the and the World Health Organization, the misinformation. And then they point to us, Christians, conservatives, you know, Jews, the conspiracy theorists, Republicans, you know, and they say, no, that's misinformation. And people are really they're going, wow, they're confused about that. Just share your thoughts on where we're at. Who do you trust at this point? Yeah, you know, there's a great quote, and I think you've got it there by William Casey. Uh, he was Reagan's CIA director for almost the entire eight years of his term. But William Casey famously said, we will know our disinformation campaign is complete when everything the American public believes as a lie. So it's not, again, it's not about Republicans, Democrats. The Republicans say the Democrats are putting out misinformation. The Democrats say the Republicans are putting out misinformation. The fact is they're both right. There's a lot of misinformation mm -hmm. out there. You mentioned, you know, Fauci and that bunch. Well, what about Trump and Pence standing up there and saying 15 days to, you know, to to stop the curve or to flatten slow the, the curve. curve, you know, flatten the curve. Yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> you know, several years later, during the Biden administration, we finally put an end to that executive order that Trump issued on March 13th of 2020. So, yeah, it's there's there's enough of misinformation to go around. But that just tells you, you got to you got to have your true north. And that's why, you know, I, I love your show and love what you've written, your books, because you're anchored to the Word of God, which is the absolute truth and the only standard for our beliefs, attitudes, and practices. Hmm. It starts there. If you've got a true north, then you can tell whether it deviates. And, you know, even though both sides are controlled, and even though sometimes we resonate with what some of these uh, conservative pundits say, because we, you know we agree with them philosophically, we say a hearty amen. We need to remember that they're just actors on a stage. They're out there promoting an ultimate agenda that is bringing both sides against each other, but still headed in the same direction. There's a quote you made me think of by Justice Clarence Thomas. He said, North is still North, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. He said, Amen. he's pointing to the truth. Like when you have a compass, everybody's compass might be pointing to themselves, to other things. But he said, north is still north. Um, man, JB, it goes by fast, doesn't it? It does. It sure <laughs> does. But always a pleasure. You get, you guys are doing a great job. And, uh, mm, thank and you. just really appreciate the opportunity to kind of share my heart. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. I, I love this topic because people need to know where to discern the news, to discern the information, what's the truth, what's the lies, and they need to know where it's all coming from. And I like how you you paint the Luciferian conspiracy, which the spiritual battle, we forget, we tend to forget that this is all a spiritual battle. But J.B. Hickson, notbyworks.org, pick up this, the latest, guys, Spirit of the False Prophet. J.B., God bless you. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks, David. 
All right, guys, um, let me see. Oh, tomorrow, Dr. Jake Jacobs. Um, man, we're going to have a wonderful conversation on what's going on with the propaganda in the college campuses, the university system, and how that impact impacts our culture and society and what's going on, their, re their reaction to uh, the Middle East and Israel. So Dr. Jake Jacobs tomorrow. Guys, thanks again for sharing the show. God bless you. And as always, keep speaking the truth about things that matter.